keeping hope alive. Amen. Amen. Keep hope alive. Yeah, I said that. And it's working. Amen. It's not just Jesse Jackson's word. Who told him he could own words? Amen. (laughs) But you have to keep hope alive. I couldn't appreciate that back in the day when I was a youngster and I used I thought it was just a saying, keep hope alive, keep hope alive. But there's something to that. Amen. Because you have to keep hope. You can't let it go from you. (laughs) Hey, did you catch that one? Amen. You have to keep hope. And see, those, all of those people who, who came up under Martin Luther King, that there was a godly presence on everything that they said and did, but I was so young or just in the world, and I didn't receive it. But it was very godly when he said, I've been to the mountaintop, don't mean to get into it, but he had, had a vision from God. God had taken him to a place where he saw prejudice being killed and annihilated. Amen. Amen. And he, he did the works of him while it was yet day. And we're uh, blessed from a lot of things that they did. Not saying everything was done perfectly or right. They missed it in a lot of ways. But, you know, that divine protection. They didn't know to pray over him, you know, and... And that kind of putting a hedge of thorns around him. But, you know, God protects uh, his people. But, you know, all is not lost because this world is not the only world that there is. It's just the only one that we're concerned with right now. Amen. But in the book of Lamentations, verse 3, it says that it is good that a man hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord and that word salvation means the safety and the ease. See when you saved you have ease. You don't worry about nothing else. You're you're at peace because you know that there's something greater than you protecting you all the time. Amen. And so there's and you feel like you've been caught in a safety net and you have. There's safety and ease in salvation. And so Lamentations 3.26 says it is good, hallelujah, that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So hope is the feeling of safety. Amen. As you wait for the Lord to bring you something that you know is coming. It's nothing that you hope is coming because there's a biblical hope and then there's a natural hope. Amen. Biblical hope knows that something is coming. It's just waiting on the right time. Amen. That's why you don't lose hope because hope deferred makes the heart sick. And God wouldn't allow that if you couldn't do something about hope. So you keep hope. It's like you grasp it and you don't let it go you keep hope and if you keep hope hope will keep you until that time amen until that day of safety hallelujah so hope is the feeling that you will reach your expected end that's what hope is according to jeremiah 29 11 and i'm not going there because we know the scripture by heart if you don't you should 
Amen. Hope is character produced by tribulation. Amen. In other words, hope goes through a struggle. Hope goes through the fight. Amen. Hope goes through a lot of rough times. But in the end, hope prevails because you keep hope close to you. And if you keep hope, then hope keeps you. Amen. Hope and faith are related. In other words, you can't have one without the other. No hope, no faith. No faith, no hope. (laughs) So they kind of walk together. They work together. Hope and faith are related. Faith is the assurance and the evidence of what you can't see. Hope is the earnest, eager, zealous expectation. That earnest expectation, that word earnest means eager. You know it's coming, you just don't know when. Amen. Hallelujah. Hope is also confident expectation. You confident of what is certain or sure. So see, there's something on the inside of you that has to happen before hope can become alive. But if you keep hope, hope increases as you work with God, as your faith works, hope works. I'm hoping I'm not messing that one up. Hallelujah. But because of your faith, hope is sure. Does that make sense? And so you you. Keep hope and don't let it go until that day because it keeps you. Amen. Hope is an understanding of the future not yet come. So it's, this, is, this is how hope works. When you close your eyes, you see the vision. Hope is a vision of what's to come, a vision of what God has given you. Amen. So hope is on the inside of you in the unseen realm. Amen. Praise God. You don't hope for something you see. That ought to tell you how deep hope is. If you, if you, if you hope in something that you already see, then there's no need for hope. See, people minimize hope. Hope is very important. It, it works with your faith. Amen. Our latter days will be greater. That's hope. You're believing that things will change. Things will turn around and things won't be this way all the time. That's hope. And you need that. Amen. Hallelujah. So your latter days will be greater than the beginning because of hope that is set before us. So the Bible says hope is set before. You know what that means? That means hope can see what you can't see in the natural. (laughs) hope is is earnest expectation that's why it's set before amen the hope that is set before us so hope comes before the blessing hope comes before you even think that your blessing is coming because hope is a prefix in a sense amen because it comes before it's hope is anticipation when you hope you have anticipation but it's willing see hope is willing to wait that's the other side of hope it's willing to wait with confident expectation hope is willing 
to wait. According to Lamentations 3.26, it is good that a man should both hope and wait, quietly wait too. It doesn't say wait complaining, wait being mad, wait being, wait being discouraged. It says quietly wait. That's what it says in Lamentations. And so you have to quietly wait and allow hope to build confidence on the inside of you. See, that's what happens sometimes. We lose hope. Have I been there? Yes. That's how, why I can preach about it. Because you, you're at the opposite of hope is despair. And so when you think that God is not going to give you what you've prayed for, for so long, believed for, stood for, then despair comes. And, that, and I didn't know that I had let go of my hope. And then the first thing we do is say, what's wrong with my faith? And then you go around mad because you think people are accusing you of having no faith. That's what happens. Because that's what religion going to tell you. They think, and then you go around barking at people who you think saying, you know, I, you don't have faith. And see, that's nothing but the devil putting turmoil on the inside of somebody that we've gotten confused. It's easy to do. And so then we go out and start trying to prove that we have faith. And it avails nothing. Amen. Ain't that how it works? And so it's good when we get like that to get off the boat, repent, and say, God, I have missed it, and start over. You know how many times I've done that? I don't understand why it's so hard for some people. It's okay to be wrong. Amen. Well, that didn't go over well, but it's still true. Amen. So when you let go of your hope, you feel discouraged and full of despair, like nothing's going to change. But do you really think the devil wants you to know it's because you let go of your hope? He don't want you to know that. He wants you to think somebody's accusing you of having no faith. So then the snowball effect starts to happen. But when you hope, you have anticipation. When that anticipation leaves, all you got to do is go back and get that straightened out with God. Very simple. Hard but simple. You know, it's a simple method. But sometimes it entails some of some tough things. Is that making sense to you today? Amen. So the meaning of hope, according to Webster, is aspiration, desire, expectation, wish, aim, goal. See, this is not the biblical definition. This is the American Standard or and or Webster. Confidence, expectation, ambition, feeling of trust, and I like that one, a feeling of trust, the anticipation of a favorable thing, that one's good too, the anticipation of a favorable thing, the optimistic attitude of the mind, that, uh, that's good, isn't that good, hallelujah. Based on, well, let me put it together. It's the optimistic attitude of the mind based on an expectation of a positive outcome. And I like that because when you have hope, you expect a positive outcome. You have to. 
because nothing else is there sometimes but hope. Sometimes when hope, when faith is gone, when faith is lost, hope is still there clinging. Amen. (laughs) And that can get you through. That's enough. See, the devil's he's not right. Ain't going to ever be right. But it's his job. I keep reminding myself, okay, it's his job. But he will harp on that thing. See, no faith, no faith, no faith. And then you'll start thinking that in your mind. Then he'll, then the devil's going to accommodate you with some folks. That's how it works. Amen. Coming straight from him. That's his job. I start saying that's his job. <laughs> but see, hope, even when your faith is lost, hope can bridge that gap and bring faith alive again and inc- increase faith just from what you are hoping that confident expectation. Sometimes that expectation ain't confidence. You're just looking for something. You don't know what. And you could care less. <laughs> just God bring me something. Something different. And then you'll get a little spark. Anybody ever been there? You got a little spark of hope. Because you was about to murder. Well, I ain't going there. But I'm not going there. That's no longer me. But you think about it. Let's go to Psalm 71. Hallelujah. You get a little glimmer of hope. You see something in the natural that fuels your hope. And you're back in the game again. How about that? Hallelujah. Psalm 71 verse 5. And it says, For you are my hope, O God. See, your hope's got to be in God. You can't put your hope in people. That's a, a problem we have. When you put your hope in man, you're going to be disappointed. Do you really think God's going to let that work? See, a lot of times we're, we're fighting God and don't realize it. You can't put your hope in man. Trust God that he'll straighten man out and work with you. Trust God for man. Trust God to give man a brain. Especially the ones you're trying to live with. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So trust God, not what's on the inside of a man. And God will make these things happen. So you are my hope, O Lord. You're my hope, O God. You are my trust and my youth. Amen. It says, by you I have been upheld from birth, and you are he who took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be continually continually of you. And see, this is a a psalm that is reminding us that God knows us from the mother's womb, so evidently he knows what we want. He knows our desires. He knows our needs. God knows what you need. Amen. It's just that we go by getting it the wrong way. Hope is not seen. We get confused sometimes. Hope is not seen. What a man sees, why does he need to hope for? If you see it, you don't have to hope for that. Well, in other words, let me break it on down. If you are hoping for something and your hope is lost and you just disgusted and depleted. And then you're looking for something and then when you see something you get back and hope you're crazy. It's 
it's backwards. It's not how the kingdom works. Amen. You get in hope first when you're in despair. Amen. Hope comes. <laughs> hope is when you're in despair, not after you see something. Amen. After you see something, you move on to faith. Bam, and knock the door down. You'll need hope to be so strong in your life anymore. But when, if a man sees, he does not need to hope in anything. Amen. What you need hope for, you already see it. Hope is to allow you to receive a vision from what is built in the unseen realm on the inside of you. Did I lose anybody? <laughs> Amen. See, hope and faith builds a picture on the inside of you. That's how pictures are born, that, you know. And see, it's not in your imagination because it's on the inside. The imagination is up here. Amen. But see, your spirit man receives hope. It's something built in there from hope and faith. Hope and faith goes to work on the inside. What's in our imagination, those things we need to cast down, that's what's going on in here. That's something you've been entertaining that you want from the natural realm. Don't work. That's why those things don't work. They work for a season. And then they start to fall apart because it's manufactured out of your carnal realm. Is anybody here today? Amen. So you'll need hope for something that you see. Hope builds something on the inside that holds on and anchors, anchors your soul. Amen. Hope that is seen is not hope because you don't hope in what you see. You don't hope in what you see. But you hope in what you don't see. And see, that's why people think you're crazy. When you're hoping for something that's unseen, they're crazy. Because, see, they have things twisted. Because they think that you have to have something in the natural to hope in it. Your hope comes from what God spoke to you, what's, what's spoken. That's what hope comes from what has been spoken. It doesn't have to come from anything else. It doesn't need any more validity to stand. That's enough. Hope comes from what God has spoken. Don't come from nothing else. Amen. And it builds something on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans eight twenty four. Hallelujah. You keep hoping. Keep keep hope alive. Keep hope. You have to keep hope. I have to go to this thing. My pages are torn. Romans 8. I'm slow with this gadget. 24. All right. And it says, for we are saved by hope. See, hope can save you. So if that's all you got, hang on to it. Keep it. <laughs> See, this, this, the devil plays a big number on us with the faith thing. Because the just shall live by faith. But faith and hope are two components that work together. Really, faith and hope are virtuous. They're virtues. 
because they have fruitfulness. Amen. Faith, hope, and love. They're virtues. Are y'all here today? And, and those three, they're called the triune. Triune something. It's like God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. And so they hope works with two biggies, faith and love, because faith works by love. And if you don't have love, nothing, what the Bible says, and you, ha- you have all of this faith, and you have, you, you're an apostle or a prophet and have not love, then you have nothing. But see, love gets played up and hope, faith gets played up, hope gets left behind, but hope is a component of both. Amen. Because you can't do, you really can't do faith without hope. Now, it's different from faith and patience, which are the power twins. They go together. Because when you have faith, you can wait forever. Amen. Because it's on the inside of you. And hope is there too because it says you wait patiently with hope. So hope is a component of faith. But it gets played down because the devil don't want you to know about hope because that's what you got. Sometimes when your faith wanes, you're still hanging on to hope. He wants you to think you just shooting crap. You understand what I'm saying? Crap shoot. And he wants you to think you're doing and it's not true. 